Today's episode of Future Says is proudly sponsored by Oracle. Oracle offers integrated suites of applications plus secure autonomous infrastructure in the Oracle Cloud. For more information, check out www.oracle.com. On today's episode of Future Says, we have Sandeep Gupta. In his current role as the manager of connected business at Subaru Canada, he oversees the production and operations of telematics and connected vehicle technologies across current and future models. Sandeep envisions a future full of safer, more efficient vehicles, offering a truly immersive driving experience. Sandeep Gupta, welcome to Future Says. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Sandeep, can you tell the audience a, a little bit about yourself to kick off how you got to the automotive industry? What drew you to the automotive industry in the first place? Uh, so for me, uh, I am a mechanical engineer by background. Uh, I did my graduation uh, from India, from Punjab Engineering College in Chandigarh. So I think at that time, um, I was, I think, more interested in kind of creating things, like inventing things, you know, more into that world of fantasy. So I think that drove me into automotive industry. So that's how I think in 2008, I got introduced. And my first role was more into research and development. From there on, I've always been in automotive industry. It was more, it, it has been more than a decade. And can you tell us a little bit about your role at the moment then at Subaru? Uh, so here at Subaru, I'm here in uh, Subaru of Canada as a manager uh, in uh, connected business, especially in the production and operations area of the connected cars. Amazing. And tell us a little bit about some of your responsibilities within that role. So uh, for me right now, uh, I, I deal with primarily into the uh, the vehicles that are already launched. So and taking care of the telematics and the connected business side of things. So anything, if there are any ongoing production issues uh, in terms of in the vehicle, especially dealing with IT, uh, handling customer care queries, uh, handling the, their operations, uh, the, the data reporting size, finding insights and reporting it to management, making sure the data that we receive from the vehicle or for the customers, it's useful. And uh, so we also share it with the field people. And apart from that, we deal with the future technological enhancements um, and providing other services to the customers. Amazing. Okay. And I think before we go deep into that, Sandeep, can you tell us a little bit about connected vehicles, connected cars? What does this mean? Why is this different for the automotive space? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, in my career too, it's been more than 10 years, as I said, I have seen the automotive industry, especially vehicles moved from traditional vehicles to connected cars. A lot has changed in the past 10 to 15 years. You know, right now, uh, as we know, connected cars are the cars where we have a communication technology where the vehicle is actually connected to the internet and it allows exchange of information. And with that, it actually opens a lot of capabilities and provide a lot of additional features to the customers. Uh, just to name a few, like in terms of connected cars, uh, we have, you know, first of all, like, you know, the cellular connectivity, like it provides cellular connectivity to the vehicle. So we get to see what's going on in the vehicle. So first of all, there is like, we can do, we can understand remotely if there are any issues with the vehicle, if there are any error codes or any kind of 
maintenance that's required. So that helps us in predicting, doing the predictive maintenance and then making sure it's working fine. That's the first thing. Second thing with this connected cars, now the, the users has have the ability to also remotely operate their car. You know, operation means like right now they can remotely start their car lock unlock their cars they can un they can find out where their car is you know sometimes for example they can um, you know we hear this all the time like sometimes go into the shopping mall mall and, it's, and there's a big parking lot and they forget where their car is so they can actually find out like they we have an app so they can find out through their app and locate their cars so that's another feature uh, other primarily like big feature that connected cars uh, and the fe the big feature that the the customers use right now is to uh, do remote climate control. You know, it's so hot outside. You want that your your car should be in ambient temperature as as soon as you uh, enter the car. So it's regulated. You you can remotely start your car and regulate the temperature as soon as you walk in. It's perfect temperature for you and your family. So these are some of the kind of, I think, convenience features that are there with the connected cars. There are a lot more, I think the significant portion of it is related to the customer safety uh, and emergency response. So uh, I think we can talk more about it, but this is just a gist right now. Amazing. It sounds fascinating. And what makes all of this possible from a technology perspective, Sandeep? Why is all this possible now and it wasn't 10 years ago? So uh, I think there is a lot of uh, technological advancements uh, that have gone into this space, especially I want to point out the in our kind of late 1990s, it was kind of initiated by GM uh, with their technology or the system OnStar, where they introduced the cellular connectivity in the vehicle. And that's how I think it was first introduced in the industry. And then eventually there was no stopping uh, and there was no looking back because at that time, they introduced the cellular connectivity, and then eventually GPS was onboard, uh, onboarded into the vehicles. And then, um, then they were they led to uh, improvement in Bluetooth connectivity. And then the big another milestone was um, Android and Apple CarPlay, which eventually led to kind of providing seamless connectivity and then user experience to the customers. And then now uh, with the introduction of 3G, 4G network, and then now we are venturing into the 5G network technology, um, that in addition to uh, the autonomous driving, I think uh, we are actually going into the future, which is which is highly exciting. And then uh, I think like super bright. Yeah. Can, can you tell us just a little bit about that future then? You, you said the milestones up to now. What do you think is the next thing to impact connected cars. You mentioned 5G, is that the next thing? Yes, uh, definitely. I think uh, right now uh, 5G is definitely on the forefront kind of in terms of technology that needs to be implemented across the domains, like across the industries. Like for example, like it has to be obviously onboarded in the vehicles in terms of, you know, the, the hardware that we give. But that is required uh, also in conjunction with the other infrastructure, you know, it has to talk, the, the connected cars, they have to talk to other infrastructures. So that also needs to be strengthened. Uh, so the, in future, like, so this 5G technology, the, the speed the, at which the data is getting transferred, the speed at which these 
highly intelligent systems they need to communicate with each other that also has to be uh, kind of improved so that it will eventually lead to as we talk about right now electrification and autonomous driving so so this is all the future is all about like with we need to have higher data transmission higher data manipulation and calculation that will eventually help us to reach that autonomous future of driving very interesting Okay, so there's lots of challenges, but the opportunity is is great enough that we need to seek towards that, right? Yes, definitely. Cool, awesome. Okay, you mentioned some of the advantages already, and you sort of stopped stopped at safety. And I want to talk about advantages both from a consumer, myself driving, but also from a Subaru perspective for the for the company. They now have all this extra information that they can use within design, manufacturing, after sales, customer support. Can we first take the advantages from the consumer perspective? What are some of the biggest advantages they're going to find? Uh, so for consumers right now, uh, with the connected cars, there is a lot of advantages right now. And I want to first t- talk about the safety aspect of it. Uh, I think in terms of safety, we have a lot of ADAS systems uh, that are implemented in this whole ecosystem of connected cars that helps in, uh, you know, uh, letting the customer know uh, when they are driving that if there's an obstruction. And so it really assists the driver in terms of providing them a safe environment or if there are any issues on the road while they're driving, it helps them uh, to have a safe driving habit. That's first. And in terms of safety, there are another features, especially with the connected cars, is emergency response systems or emergency roadside assistance that I want to I want to highlight. You know, right now, especially in Subaru and other OEMs are also providing uh, that you know if we are in an unfortunate like accident or there is some sort of situation where the driver is non-responsive, and then you know, for example, sometimes they have heart attack or they have they're unconscious. So they can, like, with the push of a button, be connected to an agent who can res- who can directly kind of provide assistance, like, you know, and the police or ambulance can reach out to provide help, potentially saving lives. So that's there. And also, apart from that, if you are have a flat tire, you can anytime, you know, just push off a button. The, the customer care agent will know your particulars and your coordinates and will send somebody who can help you with uh, in the time of need. Amazing. Yeah. Right, and how many of these things are possible today, Sandeep? And how many are more possible in the future? So right now, what I talked about, Sean, is everything what's happening right now. So it's actually right now that's happening uh, in our vehicles and, and also like other connected vehicles as well, where customer is able to take advantage of all these features, you know, especially on the safety side. On the convenience side, as I earlier mentioned, on the remote uh, monitoring of the vehicle and, you know, uh, and then able to connect to the customer care like very quickly. And these are the other advantages that the customer has. But everything is available right now for customers to use. Wow. And so from the Subaru perspective, then the customer is getting a lot of value. What other than satisfying their customer needs, what other advantages do Subaru see from this new treasure trove of information? So uh, right now, uh, this is a very data intrinsic uh, kind of field. And this data like is really helpful in a way that, uh, especially I want to touch about, um, you know, from the, 
I think, service side, you know, it really helps to understand what's going on in the vehicle, you know, if there are, like, for example, maintenance side, you know, it, it helps us to understand, you know, if all the systems are working fine or not, if there are any, you know, as we say, error codes or warnings or anything failing. Now we have an option to see that remotely from the back end and then do you want to bring a, bring that vehicle to the dealership to get it fixed so that they can avoid any future disruption in their journeys in the future so that's one of the biggest advantages where we have an option to remotely see whether the the vehicle that the customer is driving is fine or not so remote maintenance remote like preventive maintenance wear and tear systems failing that's one advantage that is that we are also utilizing that helps us to create the product for the future we are able to do invest in the uh, the product development side that oh these are the some of the features that customers really like and these are the uh, features that customer may not use so that helps the company to invest their resources in the right direction that's really helpful for the customer so that's another direction uh, the third is, I think, in terms of marketing, uh, you know, we we under, we get to see what customer really likes in terms of or what customers is, for example, like even I'll see like sometimes may not be using. Uh, so in terms of product promotion and product growth, so that helps us as a company to see, you know, oh, these are the areas that we need to, for example, create customer friendly content so that they eventually understand what this feature is and then eventually use that because all these connected features are for the customers to use and like there's a lot of kind of effort and manners or you know effort that goes into developing these technologies and then features we do a lot of testing so for us if the customers use all these features like the way they are designed I think it's a win. It's a it's a it's a very uh, win win situation for a company like us. Yeah, amazing. And and you mentioned that it's such a data intensive realm. There's data being generated from everywhere. You yourself, Sandeep, have a mechanical engineering background, as you've told us. Is that similar with the rest of the team? They're engineers by background. Are there data scientists in the team? What does the team look like in that connected business at Two Group? So, so for for our team, uh, we are more like a mix of I I'll say like some mechanical engineering background and experiences, like some IT project management. So uh, we have a small team here, but it, it's a mix of these experiences, but mostly technical because. Uh, if you have experience in the automotive industries, if you understand the car, like vehicle as a product, so you're able to work with the other stakeholders. So uh, that's what our ex like experience looks like within our team here. Amazing. So can you, there's a lot of exciting things here, Sandeep, but I'm always interested in what's the other side of things. What is the... The, the, the difficulties, the complexities, the challenges. You mentioned that we have a lot of GPS coordinates now. Are there concerns about privacy, security of customer data? Does that come up a lot within your daily business? Well, definitely. I think this is the prime thing that we talk about all the time, uh, whether it's, uh, I'll say, security. And the, the big thing, as you mentioned, is privacy. So these things go hand in hand. So 
So I think we work pretty closely with all our stakeholders, whether it's our IT, you know, whether it's our vendors. We make sure that, first of all, the systems that we use, they are highly encrypted, highly safe. We use the latest kind of firewalls and, um, you know, all the safety protocols that we can use to make sure the data that uh, we are kind of transmitting is safe, secure, um, uh, you know, I think that's first thing that we do. Secondly, also in terms of customer privacy, we make sure that we uh, comply with all the regulations, you know, all the GDPR, CCPA, uh, CASEL compliance that are like, you know, more, I think, Canadian um, uh, regulations. So we do that hand in hand. And then what kind of ties all this security and privacy is uh, we make sure that we talk about it pretty frequently and then we do consistent uh, and then ongoing training for that as well because we these, this is an evolving space where even governments are figuring out, companies are figuring out in terms of, you know, how we can make sure like the data is secure, the customer data is, uh, is like, you know, not prone to hacking. So we are always working on this space. Amazing. You mentioned some of the applications that you're working on at the moment as well, the, the, the Subaru app and looking at parking lots and different things like this, Sandeep. What other big priorities do you have for the next couple of years within your role at Subaru? So, so the biggest priority in my role right now or like at the company level, uh, I think right now is first of all, as we talked about, is making sense of the data. Like we have a lot of data that's coming in, uh, in general, uh, especially like in this whole domain, you know, the, we, uh, the usage data, the customer usage data, and then the, the vehicle data, the maintenance data, uh, the error codes, and then uh, failure data. So we have to see that we are able to digest that completely and then make sense of it and then get maximum insights of it. That's the, the big thing that uh, I am particularly focused on. The other area um, is, I think, over-the-air updates. Uh, you know, right now our vehicles, like we have a lot of systems which are actually essentially like software. So we need to constantly update them. So that's one thing uh, we want to eventually kind of master and then we just recently ventured into that space of over the air updates so we want to kind of learn we are kind of, we are right now learning so we want to reach at a stage where we are we are pretty comfortable in terms of understanding that technology and then make that experience seamless for the customer so just they'll uh, so we are like right now at a stage where it's a little bit manual. So we want to completely automate that and then avoid any challenges in implementing that over the air update technology. So that's the other area. Uh, and then I think the third thing that I just want to touch upon I think in the future, like we are bringing, uh, bringing other areas, um, sorry, other features that are, that will provide more safety to the customers. So you're going to be keeping busy Sandeep. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of work that's going on in this area and it's pretty exciting. I'm pretty yeah. excited about it too. You mentioned earlier in the discussion about autonomous cars and electrification and sustainability always comes up in these episodes on deep. 
Is connected cars a step in the direction of autonomous driving? Is it a step in the direction of a carbon-free future? Where does it play within these big trends around sustainability and autonomous driving? This is actually the crucial and the foundational step if we are thinking of a sustainable and a carbon-free future in the um, you know, in the, in the, in the, both in the short term and in the long run, like right now, as I said, like some of the challenges that we have in this space is obviously, um, you know, the data uh, exchange, like, or the, the speed of the, at which the data is transmitted, like we need 5G more uh, highly uh, kind of systems where we can exchange data quicker so that the systems can calculate and then, uh, you know, we can reach to a state where, uh, autonomous driving is possible. So this is like the foundation step. Our industry overall is thinking about like, you know, make, getting into more like better driving habits for the driver, like providing more, uh, for example, predictable roads, shorter roads, which leads to lower emission, which leads to uh, uh, kind of efficient driving. Uh, I think that that's like, these are the small, small things that we implement in terms of providing more sustainable future. So I think these all kind of things, they are going right now hand in hand. We are taking baby, uh, baby steps. Uh, but yes, I think the, the crux is to, the, whatever technology we are developing, like kind of test it, master it, understand the pros and cons of it, and, and then kind of reinforce it into those future technologies so that like slowly and slowly and slowly we reach that uh, kind of carbon free and then autonomous future. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's, it's so exciting. And so you mentioned obviously electrification, hydrogen. How do you think, you Sandeep Gupta, how do you think in 10 years time we're, we're going to be driving out there? Uh, I think uh, what I really think is like right now, first of all, uh, electrification uh, or electrified vehicles, I, I think it's it's going to be big uh, because the way the companies are looking into it, the governments are looking into it, um, electrified vehicles will be the majority of the vehicles on the road. And, and we see that already in, uh, especially in Europe and in China and, you know, all these countries uh, are there putting a lot of money into kind of building the infrastructure that's required for this. Uh, you know, obviously we need technology, we need batteries, we need vehicles, but you need also uh, the, the public infrastructure that's required to support that, the, 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 char the charging infrastructure, the battery recycling um, infrastructure, like I think that's required. So I think that's what I see 10 years down the line. Uh, obviously, I think that's first. And we are, as I said, we talked about the autonomous driving. So we are already into the... Um, the the era of semi-autonomous driving right now. Uh, I think the third thing I'll say is the advantages for the consumer, uh, especially giving them safe, reliable, and more accessible transportation means. Yeah, and so how do you, because driving is so central to our lives, right? Everybody's in a car maybe every day. So how do you think people's life will change with everything that's happening in the automotive world? Do you think we'll live differently in the future in 10 years time? Is our day-to-day -day lifestyle going to be different? So in terms of uh, change, like changing the life of 
the driver or a user 10 years down the line, I think it's going to be a pretty significant change. It's going to be more predictable. It's going to be more uh, convenient, as I said, more safer and more accessible, as I said, because there are like multiple examples right now. Um, right now, we are talking about um, vehicle to vehicle communication. We are talking about vehicle to everything communication. Um, you know, that will eventually be built into the space of smarter cities, smarter transportation. So I think 10 years down the line, I think it's going to be all synced up. Um, I think some of the examples which I'm thinking right now is that, you know, a customer can drive uh, their vehicle, you know, they'll get to know how their vehicle health is. And then, you know, if they are, you know, they can just go out like the, they'll be able to see which is the most efficient route that they have. And then they don't have to touch the vehicle at all. And then if they want to park right now, in that area, like what are the uh, available parking options? And then, um, you know, especially 10 years down the line, considering like, you know, the vehicles are electrified, so there will be mobile electrification options. So, so for example, right now you go, you park your car, your vehicle is already kind of, you know, uh, we say, you know, there's a cleaning option right now. There will be a charging option as well. You know, um, there'll be like, everything will be serviced, everything will be charged, and, and you just, like, it will be, like, non-stop. I'll say, like, right now, there'll be no disruption. It will be, like, non-stop in the future as well. There are so many changes happening in this world right now. I mean, in the last few weeks, we've heard from people from Renault, from Nissan, from the Financial Times. Everybody's talking about this transformative change. Peter Campbell at the Financial Times called it a labyrinth. That we're entering a labyrinth with so many different decisions to make, so many different paths that we can go through so for you within that that business of 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 connected devices connected cars at subaru canada how do you ensure that you stay at the the cutting edge of things sandeep how do you ensure that you're staying competitive you're staying at the top of your game you're reading you're seeing what other people are doing with all these options how do you grab the market and, and understand what's happening so so right now uh, especially in this space um uh, we, I think the, the one thing that we do is like getting in, um, understanding what's latest going on in terms of industry, like uh, what are the big upcoming technologies, which are the major kind of suppliers who are developing, what kind of investment that's going in. So, so benchmarking is one of the other thing that we do pretty significantly, like to understand and see, you know, what's, what's the latest trend in the market. So we benchmark it and we see, you know, whether it makes sense for uh, us to bring in that functionality for our customers. So benchmarking is one thing, like industrial benchmarking that we do to make sure that we understand, we understand like what's going on. We also uh, attend the latest industry conferences like CES, stay in touch with the other big consulting companies who provide their expertise uh, in terms of summaries on, you know, what are the major challenges, what are the various learnings from the various markets that the other markets or companies should avoid before implementing uh, kind of new systems. Uh, so I think those are the other 
kind of avenues that we are exploring. And, and obviously, I think the, the other major area that's kind of ongoing and then expanding is working with our partners right now. So we work pretty closely with our kind of technology development um, providers. We want to keep on working with them pretty closely and then invest more space, uh, invest more time and money into that space. So I think that's another thing that like we do in general to stay on the top of this game. For, for others listening, Sandeep, that are earlier in their journey towards exploiting the benefits from connected devices in cars, can you give people a couple pieces of advice, a couple learnings you've had within that journey in the role? Uh, especially, uh, I think in terms of uh, this whole uh, realm of connected cars, I think just basic advice would be to use the technology, you know, use the features, like first of all, understand like what's the benefit that you are getting out of them for some people, you know, I think that's the other challenge that we, I, I'm also personally trying to address uh, is that we have a lot of features right now which customers are even not even aware, like they still want to drive the vehicles traditionally. They still think it's like, you know, just an engine, like, you know, you want to drive it like a basic car. It's only for that purpose. You listen to the music, that's it, you know? And so I think, so that's the other area that I want to advise people is to be interested, explore what's available. They're like literally like, I think so many features right now. So, um, so experience that more, like once you experience that, I think uh, that's where the curiosity lies. That's where the knowledge lies. And then those for those people who really want to get into, you know, after experiencing those uh, advantages of these technologies, understand like what goes into making those technologies, you know, hey, how the, the, the vehicle is able to transmit that. So what's the hardware that's being used for that? And then eventually goes into, you know, I'll say more into the technical piece of it, you know, oh, what goes into developing that software, developing that app, how these things are integrated into the server. And then, uh, so, you know, I think, so I, I'll say, I, I think for a layman or for any person, like use the technology first, understand that, and then go into the back uh, kind of uh, the background on what's going on in the uh, like behind the scenes. Brilliant. Great piece of advice, Sandeep. There is technology available today. You said earlier in the show all these amazing things. And I said, is it available now or 10 years? And you said it's all available now. And like a lot of things, no matter if it's available, it still needs to be used and people still need to learn about it. I think your advice of being curious is, is really important. So Sandeep, in, in one final sentence, maybe, I'll give you two if you need two sentences. But what do you think the future says? I think in my mind, um, I'll probably summarize it in a way that like, stay hungry uh, and stay excited. Uh, I think that's what I would like to summarize it. There's a lot of things that are happening in this space. So if you are like always excited, like if you are hungry for information, like this is kind of ever-growing space, like, so. Stay hungry, stay curious. Yeah, stay hungry, stay curious, like. Excellent. Sandeep Gupta, thank you so much for your time. Hopefully we'll see each other soon. We'll, I'll be at CES this year in January in Las Vegas, so hopefully we can meet there. Definitely, yeah. I am, uh, I'm counting on it. Excellent. Talk to you soon, Sandeep. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Now, next up on Future Says is Sophia Salazar, European Warranty Coordinator 
for Yazaki.